This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Chicago has a well-known sweet tooth. Snickers bars, M&Ms, Tootsie Rolls, and of course, Wrigley's Spearmint Gum all have history here. There's one establishment often overlooked in this candy capital of America. Ferrara Bakery in the Little Italy neighborhood has been owned by the same family for over a century. Now, what started out as a small shop specializing in wedding cakes and almonds became a household name inventing some of our favorite movie theater candies to date. Now, to learn more about Ferrara's impact in Chicago, our architecture sleuth joins us now in studio, Dennis Rodkin. Great to see you again. Hi, Sasha. How are you? Doing well. So, orient me now. Where is this bakery? Where exactly is it? And how can we spot the building? 2200 block of Taylor Street, um, which is west, immediately west of the medical center, the medical district. Um, you, they used to be in, in Little Italy, which would essentially be east of the medical district. Mm -hmm. But now what you would look for, it's 2210 West Taylor, red brick, real standard uh, Chicago warehouse building. The name Ferrara is over the door, mm -hmm. um, and it's now uh, now operates as sort of an Italian lunch counter, Italian bakery and, and restaurant. I see. Well, I, I mentioned that their footprint, it goes back over 100 years. The family is actually tracing it back to 1908. I mean, it's right there on the front of their website when you, when you, yeah. when you go and visit. I mean, tell us more about how it got started. It is interesting. It's in the third and fourth generation's hands now, but it has been continuously owned by the Ferrara family. And can I just say parenthetically, there are a lot of overlapping and interlocking first names. So I, in most cases, I'll probably just say first generation, second generation, that sort of thing. Okay. But the first generation was Salvatore and Serafina Ferrara. Uh, he started the, the bakery in 1908. He's an Italian immigrant. Uh, he marries her in 1917. She joins him. But in 1908, he starts baking wedding cakes. And what I've learned is that at Italian weddings, they would also give out and throw something called confetti, which was candy-covered almonds. Mm. So he's baking the candy-covered almonds. He's making the wedding cakes. They are working together in the bakery, and the business is growing, and everybody's buying these chocolate-covered sorry, sugar-covered almonds. Confetti, right. So in 1920, he they were in the 700 block of Taylor Street in the traditional Little Italy, and in 1920, he builds this building mm -hmm. and moves only the candy works, only making of confetti over to the 2200 block of Taylor Street. So they expand, they build this second location also on Taylor Street. Also on Taylor. And it's interesting because, again, I've, I spoke to the present generations. That generation, remember, it's 1920. Right. So Sal. No, moves. I don't remember, but go well, ahead. <laughs> well, I was around, <laughs> Sasha. Maybe you, you were not. <laughs> Sal is, um, he's moving part of the operation. And again, I mean, this is pretty unusual for the time. He leaves the bakery in his wife's hands. And she is actually operating one business while he's operating another. Mm -hmm. uh, and then it grows to the point, the candy part grows to the point that in the mid-50s, they built a factory in Forest Park that many people are, are familiar are with familiar from with. driving along the expressway and seeing the big sign. Right. But before we get there, they, there's a new name, right? There's a new company name. Once the but, yeah, well, so candy part the, gets added. Yeah. Um, so uh, Sal Ferrara and Sal Atezza, uh, uh, sorry, is it Leza. Leza, um, they move in, they start a business together. So when you look at the door now, you see both uh, Ferrara and Leza on the, on the door. Mm -hmm. But eventually Leza goes off and he creates his own Spumoni company, mm -hmm. which we also still have operating by a successive generation. Um, so you see two 
Italian entrepreneurs' names carved over this door in 1920. Oh, my goodness. Uh, and so what is that, the first candy that they invented? That uh... Well, the first thing, so they start inventing, they invent Red Hots here in wow. this building at 2210. So that came lot, first. Yeah, and a lot of people still order, get those at a movie theater. Um, then when they move to the big factory, they invent uh, Lemonheads which supposedly was, they were named this. It was a sour candy, but they were named this because one of the babies had big ears and looked like a lemon. Oh, really? Yeah, one of the Ferrara family. (laughs) I always wondered where that name came from. Wouldn't you like to be memorialized by your big jug ears as a baby? Absolutely. In it's, a it's, candy it's every name? girl's dream. <laughs> <laughs> well, you you uh, you teased earlier about another move, right? Once things really got off the ground for the Ferraras in the 50s, they outgrew that candy factory. Right. They headed to Forest Park. Uh, you, though, you went and visited. You talked with 70-year-old Nella Davey, who's the granddaughter of Salvador uh, Ferrara. Right. I want to play a little bit of what uh, she told you about that move to Forest Park. Don't think we have that clip, but it was the it was the section of your conversation where she talked about uh, the University of Chicago uh, was w- w- the University of Illinois was being built at the time and Italians were forced out. Right. So what's happened is the the candy company has moved to Forest Park. They're not the family isn't using this building at 2210 Taylor because they've moved out. But Little Italy is being bowled over by the city of Chicago to build the UIC campus. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's been covered extensively, the history of that by WBEZ. But what happened was a lot of Italians had to up and move, many to the suburbs. But what the Ferraras did was they said, well, we've got this building that's sitting empty where we were making the candy, that mid-step to the big factory. So let's move the wedding cake company, wedding cake bakery, into the 2200 block of Taylor. So at this point, what candies that we have now, you know, come to know and love has has this family invented? Well, those are the those are the major ones they invented as well as atomic fireballs which they invented during the atomic age in the 1950s, but as the company grew, they bought up a lot of brands oh, okay. or brands were sort of subsumed into them and when you look, Chuckles, Snickers, um um, Jelly Belly, the, the the latter day owner of Ferrara, no longer this family, bought Jelly Belly just last year. Jelly Bellies are from them? Uh, no, they were, well, they're from Belleville, Illinois. Oh, but the Ferraras. And the Ferrara Company, it. which unfortunately is no longer owned by the family, um, bought out the Jelly Belly Company. Baby Ruth, Raisinets, Laffy Taffy, all these all things. All of my favorites. Pixie Sticks. <laughs> I all love it. We're at some point brought into the Ferrara Candy Company. So the candy business, it's booming at this point, right, over the the decades. I mean, what was happening at the time, like if we go back to the 50s and 60s, the bakery that, you know, he left his wife with to to run, what was happening there? Well, so then uh, Nella, the woman we thought we had tape of, Nella, the granddaughter, ends up going to work in the bakery in the 1970s. They had moved the bakery uh, the wedding cake operation over from seven, the 700 block to the 2200 block. And in the 70s, she goes to work there, and she's still there today. Mm, wow, that's that's awesome. Um, now, when I think of Ferrero, and I, I got to admit, when I was you know getting ready for this segment with you, <laughs> Dennis, I, I'm thinking of Ferrero Rocher candies. Uh, when we talk about this history of, of the Ferreras, is there by chance... Any relation here? 
Good guess. Yes, there is. Okay. Um, so when the Ferrara family sold, they sold to a different company, but ultimately the company goes into the hands of Ferrero. So Ferrero now owns Ferrara. So Speaking they're like cousins. Those overlapping names. They're like yeah. cousins. Yeah. <laughs> so even now, it sounds like you're saying in 2024, the Ferrara family is still making history, still on Taylor Street. Still on Taylor Street. Yeah, it's fascinating to look, see those names carved over the, over the door, but also to go inside and the third and fourth generations are working there, but there are photos everywhere of the first and second generations. Mm -hmm. It's just, it, I mean, it's dripping with history. It's really fascinating. Yeah, I mean, all, all the generations still there. I know you talked to the third generation, the fourth generation, Nella's son. Nella's son, involved? Nello. Which is and this is so this is the this is why I'm so many overlapping names right so Nello Nello was working in the bakery for his parents his parents were aging he was in law school he he's working in the bakery while in law school he gets his law degree and passes the bar but decides anyway to stay at the bakery so, so now he's a lawyer in, but or, he's doing he's a lawyer the candies and cookies yeah it's right out <laughs> of an old movie about some ethnic Italian neighborhood but. He's there working with his mother and his father. Um, his his name is Nello, but uh, his last name is Davy because the you know it's his mom's family. Is right, right. All this talk of candies reminding me of Valentine's Day, Dennis, which is right around the corner. <laughs> Do you got plans or candies that you're going to stop stock up on? Uh, well, um, Sasha, you've called me out on the air. <laughs> I'm, I'm going on. I'm going to be on vacation on Valentine's Day, visiting my sister in another country. So we, you have just had me say to the entire listenership that my partner uh, is going to be home alone on Valentine's Day, and I apologize to oh, her for that. Oh, Dennis, you're going to be sleeping on the couch when you come back. <laughs> I may be sleeping on the couch from today when she hears that all That's of Chicago. Right. I'm heard sending this. her the tape of this uh, <laughs> of this segment. <laughs> we'll leave it there. That's Dennis Rotkin, uh, residential real estate reporter for Crane Chicago Business, and of course our What's That Building sleuth. Thank you so much, Dennis. Thanks, Sasha.